Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louie. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louie. <laughs> Today's episode of Got to Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Kaurna people of the Adelaide Plains and the Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay our respects to elders past and present and any First Nations people who are listening and loving Bluey. Kate McMahon! Mary! Oh. Man, Kate, so happy for two reasons. Because A, had a bit of a gap back. So yes. nice to see you. Uh, second... You I need a redemption arc in my life. And here we are, <laughs> recapping Dirt. So dirt, dirt is the Wendy glow up we have all been waiting oh, for. Yeah, like, yeah. Wendy has been on this amazing trajectory since we first characterised her as like a hyacinth bouquet kind of lady Completely. next door in season one. And we've seen glimpses of what the potential is, starting with Sticky Gecko when we learned that Wendy delivered, what was it, six lasagnas to Chile? Oh, so many lasagnas. So <laughs> An many overwhelming lasagnas. number of lasagnas. Yes. And, and that was sort of the first indication that, oh, maybe Wendy has some redeeming qualities after mm-hmm. all, rather than just yeah. being the nosy, outraged neighbour um, with the slightly pretentious daughter. Sheepdog, I feel, was Wendy's real turning point. Um, oh, yeah. When, when she, she intervened to get, A, get rid of the mullet and to give Chili a bit of a break. And then yeah. we saw her really come to the fore in um, Ragdoll, where all those years of Pilates and her amazing quad muscles <laughs> lifted Bandit into the car and she single-handedly helped the girls fulfil their dream of spending the 10 bucks they found on the ground. Now, Dirt for me is just the pinnacle of this story arc. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to admit, Mary, every time I see it, I still feel a little bit emotional about it because for me, Wendy in this episode epitomizes everything that we need to do as parents to 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 show our kids you know, that um, we're on their side and that we are cheering for them and if they don't believe that they can do something, we can model how they can do that. And I just, there's so many beautiful moments in this and I just, uh, I'm just so delighted we're talking about it. (sighs) Me too. And actually, uh, yeah, completely agree on the Wendy trajectory, but this is the first kind of chance judo has to prove herself in my mind as well. Yes. Or not prove herself, but just kind of be a bit filled out since the bad old days of butterflies mm. where I feel like there has been a targeted hate campaign on some of the Facebook groups against oh, really? one judo chow chow as like people's least favourite character purely oh. on the basis of butterflies, which yeah. watching this episode, it's breaking my heart because you know, it's not surprising that Judo might want a bit of control in her life when, um, yeah, she feels like maybe she's being a bit controlled uh, because of life as a chow chow. Mary, as a parent, talk to me about the parents who won't let their kids get dirty for you. <laughs> 
Uh, well, do you have any? I can only life? speak for myself when I say, <laughs> <laughs> as if I would try to keep my kids clean. I gave up on that long ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, right from early age, I was always encouraging Liv to like get in the dirt and the bark and the sand and the mm-hmm. leaves. And even as a very small child, you know, plonking all of my children actually in great big dirty piles of leaves and hoping for the best. Um, <laughs> I know of a few parents who were especially in my arc when Olivia was young. And it was this just soul-crushing kind of like challenge almost for them to always be presenting the children as being clean and beautifully put together and dressed in very expensive <sighs> clothes. And I, I just find found it admirable in one way, I guess, because, you know, everything kind of looks... <laughs> So Everything looks amazing in the face of so much dirt. <laughs> well, I just, for me, because you're trying to keep your kids clean, you're not encouraging them to to go out and get really dirty. <laughs> I don't know. There's some, <laughs> there's something joyous for me, for me anyway in like going and picking flowers randomly out of the garden and um, you know digging through a veggie patch to find the potatoes and I don't yeah. know, even just being at the beach and suddenly, you know, being face down doing belly flops into the sand off the dunes or something like that. I just, I'm wondering, is this like an Instagram thing? Do you think we've become more interested <laughs> in, is it like, seriously, is it is this a germ thing that parents? Uh, well, look, a, a bit like this episode, I think it's a lot of it is how much people are brought up, isn't it? Because, I have, you know, key memories as a kid of piles of dirt arriving at the house and and they were very much, you know, fair game for all the games until the very sad day when they were distributed to whichever pit of the garden they needed to go to. And I'm I'm glad we didn't see that in this episode. I don't think I could have taken the, <laughs> the flashback trauma. Um, but I think, and like this episode again, it's just, you know, it's controlled. Like I don't know anyone who doesn't want their kids to play at the beach. Like no one's trying to keep kids unsandy at the beach or something like that. But I think probably actually there's less and less chances for a kid to get dirty. Oh, and say more. Well, I, I'm thinking we recently, have you ever done one of these colour runs or come into oh, yeah, contact yeah. with the flower kind of yeah. colour flower throwing thing? Now, I haven't done one personally, but it is an ambition of mine to do one, actually. Okay. Um, but Will's school did colour runs, yeah, last year. Oh, yeah, last year, yeah. Okay. And it, cool. it was brilliant. The kids loved it, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we, I think, you know, kids getting messy is is definitely, okay, we can tick, yes, that is pretty pretty universally adored by kids, but, yeah. We had a colour run at the school just recently. You know, it was kind of accepted. Of course, the kids are going to get messy, but all the advice coming home to the parents was, so when you pick them up, bring a towel for the car and, you know, like all these all these pieces of advice for managing the mess because obviously you want it to be contained within the school and it couldn't possibly get on something and mm. kind of 
And these were messages that like, you know, Bon going off to this was like, now, mum, don't forget about the towel. Like this had been really drilled down onto him as well. And uh, I guess I'm in that happy position that we walked to school, so it didn't actually impact us in our car, which is filthy anyway and, you know, Mm. leaves the healers for dead. So, um, yeah, not so, you know, perhaps I'm outside of this issue. But, yeah, certainly mess can happen, but letting it happen without that control around it yeah. Is quite hard because it's mess spreads. We all know. <laughs> shampoo, shampoo again. Condition, rinse and rinse again. But I mean, all the all the science points to the benefits of messy play. The creativity it inspires, the you know fine and gross motor skills it builds, the neural connections it builds. Um, yes, spatial awareness. You know, all <laughs> I tell myself sensory. about those neural connections every time my kids see my kids' fingernails. Like I'm like, yes, that is a neural connection. <laughs> I won't clean it out just yet. Wide brush, fine brush, and dry. Are you almost finished, Mum? Almost. There's all these benefits, but if if anyone spends five minutes on Instagram, there is an oversaturation of these perfectly curated houses and in, <laughs> with their kids in white because white is yes, possible okay. to keep clean. Mm. But, so they're all out in nature, but in their white linen and looking pristine the whole time. Like, yeah, on paper okay, it yeah, doesn't no, add up, a- but in photos we see it and we're like, well, why are these kids enjoying nature and looking beautiful in white linen? And it's well, complex, uh, it, isn't it? And to bring it back to Wendy, seeing into Wendy's house is uh, not not going to help us with those, um, you know, challenges of that peek into other people's houses because bathroom pretty pristine oh and even folds up the head hairdryer and puts it straight away like, <laughs> into the drawer it's amazing yeah and I was like why are you not just like scrambling to find the towels and you know like, yeah completely so she has look. got this routine down it takes a long time to do my hair doesn't it it does but it's important sweetheart weird chow chows we're known for our long lovely coats and look more power to her but that first scene, and this this episode starts, by the way, with the establishing shot of the healer's house and then that kind of hilarious, like, pan and actually, yeah, the, the real tease that, oh, my gosh, we're going to see into the Chow Chow house. Yeah. Did we know they were Chow Chows before? Because I don't no, think I, I even know what a Chow Chow is. Sometimes I wish we weren't, though. And finished. So, um... Yeah, I'm just Googling this now, Mary, because to be honest, I didn't know that Wendy was a cha-cha prior to this episode coming yeah, out. Okay. And um, I've had the realisation that I actually don't know what a cha-cha looks like. It's kind of if a dog and a lion had a baby, <laughs> but maybe with like a corgi-ish tail. So very fluffy around the face, um, sort of like a little upturned sort of tail, a bit like a, yeah. Yeah, I'm say a corgi. Look- yeah, a, a, a smaller pup. dog, like the, yeah. the, yeah, kind of, you would associate a fussiness to that kind of animal, wouldn't you? Like, it's, yeah. It's the fluff ball dog, you know, they're going to get dirty. Um, that, that's, that's it there, isn't it? That we're oh. just pointing <laughs> to this adorable they little fluffy so cloud. Like, it is like a cloud with legs. Yeah, you know how sometimes, you know, people make 
latte art, like in the froth of a coffee. Oh, yes. I'm like, I'm seeing a cappuccino with a little chow chow face in it. Like it's that <laughs> level of fluffiness. Yeah, it, it's very sweet. But um, yeah, you it would be, if you had just washed it, you would be very angry about that rolling in the dirt for sure. Oh my gosh. And conditioned. And conditioned yes. again. <laughs> Why? Wide brush, fine brush. Is it as beautiful as yours? Even more beautiful. Talk to me about hair in your house, Mary. Is hair a battle? Is hair – oh, actually, I, I – yeah. <laughs> you you, you just realised realize you've stumbled onto traumatic territory, haven't you? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. So um, um, for context for our listeners, Mary came over to visit me in Adelaide recently and uh, while she was away, her husband cut the boy's hair. <laughs> Well, he took them to a hairdresser and I did have forewarning. Um, they've had long hair for a long time and this was quite um, a, it was a big trying cut. to hype the experience. He's like, so when mum's away, we're going to the aquarium and we're going to go bike riding and we're going to get haircuts. <laughs> and they kind I of love that bundling away with agreeing. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, good tactic, as it turns out. Um, but, yeah, so it was a battle when they had long hair that Bonds is very curly and Cass had sort of curls at the bottom. And, yeah, it, I could only brush it in the shower with, like, mm. kind of lathered in conditioner and then, yeah, try and get the knots out that way. And if it didn't happen or if they were in particularly uh, uncooperative moods, then, yeah, People have sort of looked at me and looked at Cass and looked at me and like, is that meant to be dreadlocks? And <laughs> four-year-olds probably oh. shouldn't have dreadlocks. I guess. Well, not not accidental ones anyway. No. So, um, so, yeah, the day has been saved. They have short hair now. But, yeah, I think that's, you know, much like Wendy and Judo, um, that's inherited from me that I have never been particularly fastidious about my hair, which mm. is – quite long um not quite long but like I've always worn it long and it's going gray um but I realized uh watching the final episode of uh Ted Lasso recently that actually (laughs) um a plot line uh in season three that I really loved was all the people telling uh Trent Krim formerly of The Independent that he had perfect hair and then I looked at my hair when it was particularly greasy recently. I'm like, well, actually, my hair's looking a bit Trent Crim, so perhaps <laughs> I've finally achieved perfect hair. Yes, I don't think that's have. a spoiler for anyone. Um, but, yeah, was was that a key plot line for you this season of uh, Ted Lasso, Kate? Oh, I'm, still mourning. I'm oh. still mourning the fact that because the world can be a dark and scary place, oh, I feel, at the moment, right? It's like a right? pile of dirt that's been taken away from us. I'm yeah. so sad. Yeah, oh, I know. It was... Ted Lasso season three. If you're if you're listening to this and you love Bluey and you're a grown up, get on to Ted Lasso because it is it is joyous and um, you know we see so many comedies which you know um, they make jokes at other people's expenses and I think the difference with Ted that I love and I'm trying not to do any spoilers is that. It it never punches down. It, yeah, it, it, it it's it's a warm and funny and inclusive and it's a leadership show disguised as a football show and um <laughs> and I Brene Brown loves it for a reason as do I so yeah and actually topical to this episode a show probably about what we 
get from our parents and mm. how like yeah well, it was like, a huge father son relationships but yeah. you know yeah but, huge theme for the season three was really that you know that parent where do you come from how do you then carry that with you that you want to and let go of the rest and yeah. step into your own but <sighs> But I feel that um, this really showed how Wendy was um, stepping into her own and then Judo was able to follow. So Yes. Okay. Should we get back into the episode? (laughs) So so, um, Judo has just had this elaborate hair washing process and she spies a huge load of topsoil being dumped on the healer's lawn. Yeah, babe. Yeah, yeah, just there. Yeah, how's that looking? Yeah, that's good, mate. Oh the my girls, god! The girls just run into it with um, unbridled joy. Oh yes! Judo wants to join in. Says, "Mum, can I go play with Bluey?" And she says, "Yes, but don't get dirty." Oh, the, cha- just, the like, challenge! The, oh, you just can see, like, on Judo's face, just is written like just the the knife in. Yeah, <laughs> no words. That little just don't get dirty is just like, oh, like just yeah. She knows that this is going to be almost impossible, but she's so desperate to try and make it work. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and she's not the only one trying to make it work. Obviously, relations are very good between the two houses because as she heads over to the dirt pile, um, yeah, Bluey and Bingo, very keen to see her and very keen to tell her, dirt. Can I play? Yeah. Watch this. Dirt. Supposed to get dirty. And yeah, when she says that she can't get dirty, very keen to come up with a solution as well. Um, this idea of putting her in the tinfoil tray and pushing her up to the top <laughs> and um, letting her slide down just. Oh, I know. The comic timing in this episode is actually amazing because mm. that beat of just she's at the top, she's being pushed, she's being pushed, and then the slide down is just gone like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone looks disappointed. Yeah, but then, um, like, didn't your heart just break? It, like, Judo gets to the bottom and the first thing isn't like, oh, that was fun. The first thing is, like, this panic. Did I get dirty? Mm. No. Hooray! And oh. then as soon as she realises that, like she hasn't then she's like able to relax and enjoy that moment but it's too late like you know that initial rush of joy yeah tempered completely yeah Yeah, Um, my heart was just like a little bit breaking for her can we do it again oh judo it's a bit hard to pull you up oh okay yeah and it's you know, even or though they're letting the parent down, like yeah, okay, that yeah, would, completely. Yeah. Um, but it plays so subtly because even though it's Wendy that said, "Don't get dirty," Judo's concern, like you know, it, she doesn't mention her mum once no. in what she's telling Bluey and Bingo. Like she's very much internalized it that she's the one that doesn't want to get dirty even though she can't really explain why to the girls. Why can't you get dirty? I think it's because I'm a chow chow and we are known for our long, lovely hair. 
That's true. You do have lovely hair. And they even have a conversation about, you know, well, judo, my line of the episode, by the way, uh, bingos. Uh, Yes, this dirt is very dirty. It's just for some reason so (laughs) peak bingo to me, just observational. She's, you know, she's in touch with the dirt. She understands it. Um, just separately, how creepy is Bingo when she's like, I want to touch it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Walking towards um, the, like a little uh, zombie. That, and that, she, you know, <laughs> she apologises straight away as well because obviously, you know, does understand boundaries as much as uh, she's <laughs> tempted, to, uh, tempted to breach them. But, um, but, yeah, that feeds into the conversation that, the healer girls then have that like, well, do we have lovely hair? I'm like, no. Oh, well, moving on. So I'd love to see the episode that kind of highlights the conversations that might have happened in the healer house for them to have that level of acceptance that, oh, don't have lovely hair, but it's not important. Yes, I want to touch it. Ah! (laughs) Sorry. And important is such an important word in this episode as well because Mm. It gets set up right at the start that Wendy's saying, you know, hair is important, which she's talking about being a chow-chow and having personal pride and all that kind of thing. But the message that Judo comes away with and the message we hear is hair important, which, you know, hard to accept that on face value. Well, it it talks to um, that image being important to women, yeah. doesn't it? So it's um, it's how it looks rather than how it feels. The emphasis on the importance of the exterior versus how judo is actually feeling on the inside mm. it is how they set that tension up so beautifully because you can see what's really important to judo is to be able to play. Yeah, and she's desperately trying to make it work so that she's not um, upsetting what her mum's idea of important. Oh, let's show Judo did it, did it. Oh yeah. Sure, I can do that without getting dirty. Mm, yeah, me neither. The girls are so good as well. Like, um, you know, like the da da game. <laughs> First of all, love this, love this uh-huh. game. Um, basically, um, for people who may not have seen the episode or it's been a little while, they both just run full tilt into the into the big pile of dirt, saying da 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 da, you know, like. <laughs> Kind of like that charge yeah, into battle yeah. and then like just face plant sort of snow angel style, you know, but vertically into the, yeah. the pile <laughs> of face, dirt. Face forward. Yeah, right. face forward going in and then, um, yeah, and then just sort of swoosh around in it and come out completely brown as well, which is adorable because we've only ever seen apart from in mini mini blue uh, yes yeah there's yeah. the color swap but we haven't yeah. seen them brown no <laughs> no and it looked it looked fabulous the yeah, girls but no the judo girls very are... correctly says she probably can't play this game hey <laughs> yeah and then she goes back to talk to her mum and we have seen like these early signs that maybe the long hair game isn't working out for Wendy. So she's trying mm-hmm. to fix the light in the range hood. I love that she's trying to prise it open with a spoon. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Well, do you know, it's funny. Yeah, possibly fix it. I took that to mean she was cleaning. Like this is just what Wendy does. She's like, you know, really getting in there, getting that off to clean it, which, or maybe that's just my guilt talking because I have a range hood that probably needs to be cleaned more often. (laughs) (laughs) If she's fixing it though, I like that because, you know, she's she's practical. We know she's, you know, we saw her in Sheepdog. She knows how to fix a problem. Yeah, that's (laughs) a bit like Chili actually. I assumed she was trying to fix a light or something because she was trying to take the cover off where the light's Mm. in. Yeah, maybe she is doing a really deep clean. But her hair, her hair, a little curl at the front, is in her eyes and she's trying to blow it out of the way. So, you know, like it's annoying for her yeah, too. Yeah, completely. We're, we're seeing these little signs. Oh, come on. Get in there. Mum? Yes, honey? Why is it that I can't get dirty again? Because we have such long hair. It just takes so long to clean it. It's just easier not to get it dirty in the first place. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Um... Judo's conversation with her, though, sort of just checking why she can't get dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really heartfelt, I thought. You know, like she's she's not wanting to say the problem explicitly, which was such a great reminder for me as a parent. Quite often the thing that your kid's asking about isn't the actual problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just to be so conscious of why kids are asking, so what what's the reason behind asking mm. that, that thing actually um, yeah and and Wendy not picking that up because she's so distracted with what she's doing so relatable as a parent so <laughs> like, relatable yeah yeah when you sort of look at this episode and go how do we get here I'm like oh no I know how we got here <laughs> happens all the time Um, Judo returns to the girls. Well, she she believes that she still shouldn't get dirty. The girls have actually arranged um, this incredible outfit for her oh so God. that she can play to dirt, to dirt, which just made my heart sing. She's got gum boots, she's got gloves. I think I saw a welding mask. There were cricket pads. Yes, yeah. which if you throw well, a couple throwbacks here. The welding mask I think Bandit wears when he's going to go hunt fairies. Yes, <laughs> so you know, so useful for so many uh, challenges. <laughs> um, and one I think we're going to talk about really soon: cricket pads. Uh, we yeah. see cricket pads in cricket, which oh is God. the episode that has just rounded out this drop of uh, season three. C. Yes. Um, and yeah, we need to talk about cricket. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, the ashes are on at the moment, Mary. So while we're recording, if you hear my husband screaming in the background, it's because <laughs> something has happened. How um, exciting! Yeah, but um, but yeah, it, the that episode set the internet alight, and for good reason. It was just, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to talk about that very soon. Um, yeah, hopefully it is a little. Um, were there any other ones that you picked up? Oh, uh, no, I didn't know the apron. Um, because I mean, the, the apron is in the sink in Smoochy Kiss, which we're going to oh, actually, yes, getting so, to that soon. Mm. Yep. So, um, that was the only other one I could think of, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, she's kitted out. This is great. Um, and yeah, like obviously, so grateful to the girls because she gets this whole get up on like that. Yeah. But establishes next problem pretty quickly <laughs> that her run-up is uh, 
somewhat hampered. impeded. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a slow, almost like um, chariots of fire kind of like waddle. <laughs> like it yes. looks slow mo, but it's actually yeah. not. Um, yeah. So um, poor Judo, but she does do it, and and it works, and she's sort of relieved, like it, you know. Yeah. Um, but then the next challenge comes up when Bandit just comes out with the hose. Oh, my gosh. It's not um, doing it anymore. It's mud. Yeah, the suit really works. Who wants mud? Yeah, mud. <laughs> Come in the mud, Judo. Uh, I'm not sure this will keep mud out. Oh, yeah, probably not. I might just go home. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and... Yeah, the the look of defeat and the slow walk away is like you said it a few times, kind of heartbreaking. Um, but then clears the way for the the comic timing of this episode <laughs> and bandits just uh, turns the hose on the girls and squirt, and it just like ends yeah. that <laughs> scene on just such a like, oh no, that's right, we are having fun here. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wendy comes out next um, <coughs> and the girls are so desperate for Judo to play with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're pleading with her if Judo can come and, and run in the dirt. And you just see this conflicted look on Wendy's face where she's really trying to weigh everything up, you know. She, yeah. She's obviously just spent hours doing her daughter's hair. So, yeah, but, but she can also see Judo. And I think – for me, this is that moment where she suddenly like realizes, oh, actually, this is why Judo's been asking me. And yeah, yeah. And I think she makes a really brave like call here, where she's just like, no, 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 it's okay. She can do that, knowing all the things that she'll have to do as a result. You know, she'll have to do wide brush, fine brush, you know, dry. <laughs> oh, um. And and she was like, no, judo can play because I want her to have fun. Yes. And for me, that was a real turning point in the episode because, you know, she wants to push her daughter having fun yeah. with her friends ahead of what her own fears about her getting dirty are. Yes, completely. And hopefully, you know, the message judo is going to get is fun is more important than appearance. Yes. But, yeah. but. she still has that... It's up to judo. Please? Kids, don't pester. No, it's it's fine. Yes, judo can play. What? Really? But you said I can't get dirty. Yes, I did. But I want you to have fun, sweetie. So judo can play in the mud? Well, it's up to judo. Which, mm. you know, seems like a good thing to say as a parent, right? Like, yeah, give give kid choice, but... I guess everything's in context, right? Like if they've yeah. already internalised so much, this is what you should do. And mum doesn't want me to get dirty. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, clearly some more work needs to be done here, yeah. which Wendy is up for. Oh, my gosh. And, <laughs> and, and this is the moment that just really made Dirt into such a special episode for me because – Wendy takes the time to go and sit side by side with Judo, not face to face, which I think is really important sometimes if, Mm. um, you know, being able to sit side by side and and she's like, why don't you want to play with the girls? 
I just don't want to. Oh, go on. It's important to play and have fun. But what about my long, lovely coat? It takes so long to clean. Oh, yes. I said that, didn't I? She really weighs up everything, um, you know, about what Judo's saying to her. But I love in this that she doesn't try and change Judo. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so tempting to, to really cajole our kids and go, go on, it's fine, you know, you go do that, you know. Yeah. Wendy realises in this moment it's going to take more than just um, telling Judo it's okay. She yeah. actually needs to model that it's okay. Yeah. And and that's why that this is probably my big Brene Brown moment of the episode for me, Mary. Mm-hmm. When Wendy says fiddlesticks, she goes into the house and she gets her scissors and the first thing she does is cut off her fringe, <gasps> like just in one <gasps> little snip. <laughs> the perfect curl. <laughs> I know. The perfect curl is gone. The look on Judo's face as, like, she's like, Mum, what are you doing? There's this initial, like, panic. Mm, yeah. Like, like, and you can see she's kind of internalised it. Like, have I, oh. have I caused this somehow? Yeah. And But Wendy just makes it about her. I'm going short, you know. Yeah. Like, and, and the look on Judo's face is just, it, it's admiration and delight and excitement, you know, because. <laughs> yeah. Because Wendy over should, the fence, Bandit's still saying Wendy's gone nuts, but yeah. you know he's not the target audience here. No, and I, to be honest, I think it's it's fair to have one go back the other side of the fence. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. seen a lot of behaviour on the other on the healer <laughs> side. That you know, dirty, clean, dirty, clean. Hey, check it out! Wendy's gone nuts. Whoa! So this moment for. Wendy, I think, is so liberating for Judo because she's like, well, if mum, it's not just her mum saying it, it's showing mm. her as well. Yeah. You know, it's showing her that it, it doesn't, that, you know, that whatever looks her mum said were important, actually, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to the crunch, it's it's not, you know. Yeah. And, and I think it, it signs a big permission slip for Judo to then like and it's judo who asks as well wendy never says would you like me to cut your hair too completely it's judo that goes to her and says can you do me too Mm. and i don't think that conversation would have happened if wendy hadn't have done it herself and shown judo that she can change it was okay Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and i just yeah i just i just loved it so much mary it just oh. was beautiful You convinced me, my Brené moment as well. And actually, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. The kind of, like, it's peak bluey, isn't it? Like, modelling a situation rather than telling. And I guess yeah. we covered that, like, you know, it's the the show and tell episode in this latest um, drop of episodes is about showing a kid rather than just telling them what to do. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it kind of, 
to me, it's why Bluey is so much better than so much of the kids' TV out there because it's not, you know, R is for resilience and we can be resilient by doing <laughs> this and this. <laughs> it's written not to throw shade on anyone in particular, uh, but Sesame Street, you know. and, and look, I know. It's, yeah. it's more relatable with dogs than monsters. There's just no other way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, it's everything that I get out of Bluey is situations being modelled to my kids and to me as a parent that I can take something from. Yes. And the characters are are getting the same benefit and, yeah, so much here and it's amazing. Well, um, one thing I've really tried to do actually this year, Mare, and maybe that's why this speaks to me so much, is um, my middle kid, Will, um, who's six now, um, he really struggles. If he can't do something for the first time, he doesn't mm-hmm. – he, he, he really struggles to persist sometimes. Yeah. And, um, and I think part of that, when I was really thinking it through, was because he sees – like my husband Tim and I doing things and he's like well they're so much better than me and I'm here and I'm not going to be as good so one thing I've really tried to do this year is I've tried to suck at stuff by learning things that have really been like I haven't Mm -hmm. I haven't learned before or um, I've been really bad at and therefore haven't wanted to do so one of the ones I did early this year was riding a bike and I went through this fabulous company in Adelaide called Ride a Bike Right. If you're in Adelaide, look them up. She's amazing. Um, but, yeah, I had Will watching me literally scooting around on my bike and, you know, doing like just just walking on the, the ground. Yeah, touching the ground and um, not being able to balance properly and learning how to find my balance and all these sorts of things. And it was so good for him to see me learning mm-hmm. and and we both learned to ride within a lesson of each other, like to actually ride. And it really taught me that um, it's a good thing for your kids to see the initial struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. um and one of the other things I've just done recently is learn- <laughs> I've always wanted to know how to solve a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> it's just so nerdy. But um, I always wanted – my dad um, had a, a book of cubing notation and a Rubik's Cube growing up, and I just okay. have these really clear memories of, you know, finding the cube and it would be like – Scrambled? Like, yeah. No, it would be fixed. Oh, it was, like, it was always done. It was always Whoa. done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And then me scrambling it and trying to solve it and not being able to solve it. And then dad would go into the shed and, you know, half an hour later it would come back and it would be <laughs> hmm. all unscrambled. Did you say? This yeah. <laughs> now looking back on it, I'm like, that's probably a genius tactic. Like, I've got to sort out the Rubik's Cube, you know, and just <laughs> disappearing for half an hour. But, um, yeah, so I, I watched these YouTube videos and I learned how to undo it. But I, I made sure Will was watching me really struggling like the first few times I did it it took Uh me 
over an hour and now I can solve it in about five minutes, which I'm pretty pleased what about. The whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Mike I know. <laughs> You're a genius. I'm not a genius at all. Like um some kid in America solved a Ruby's Cube in three seconds, like the other day and set a new what? world record. And I was like, yeah, I'm never going to get to be speed cubing. It cannot have been that scrap. But I'm, very, <laughs> but I'm very glad I can now solve a Rubik's Cube. Because remember when you came over to Adelaide a little while ago and, like, yeah. we were having breakfast and I was saying, it's an ambition of mine to know how to do this it. This might be, like, the quickest, like, goal ever <laughs> achieved by a nearly 40-year-old woman with three children ever. <laughs> Excuse me, I am 40 now, so that's oh, fine. Yeah, well, you yeah. nailed it before 40, though, right? Like, I did, was, I did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it, it just taught me a valuable lesson in it's okay for your children to see you not being perfect and do it, you know, like it's almost signs then a permission slip for them to give mm-hmm. stuff, stuff a go and suck. So, yeah. you know, and not in a fakey like, oh, I'll just draw really badly and then you'll feel better about it because I think yeah. they can tell the difference, right? Yeah. Like. It's a very long-winded way of saying I just really admire Wendy with how she tackles this challenge mm-hmm. because the reaction of Judo 100% validates that she did exactly the right thing. Like, yes, yeah. and, completely. And, and my heart just soars watching bald Judo <laughs> faceplant <laughs> into that big pile of dirt. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, makes me so happy. Um, and, yeah, I love that, you know, by the time the healers had seen this all play out as well, you know, they were just, I think they played it pretty well as well um, because my boys have got cut hair at the moment and everyone's yeah. making such a, oh, my gosh, we can see your face. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, like that can kind of create um make people question their decisions I suppose whereas yeah the healers know them enough and know how important dirt is enough to just be like right let's do this okay kids time to scoot I've got a top dress salon now okay dad that was a good kind of neighbourly reminder as well. Like, yeah, if people are deciding to change something, it doesn't need commentary, it just needs acceptance. Yeah, and um, Bandit's actually quite um, restrained in how he's like, <laughs> like, all the first, like rather than Wendy's gone nuts, like mm-hmm. the first thing is like, you know, he welcomes her over basically and makes room for her on the step and he's like, Love the new look. What brought that on? You yeah, know? yeah. And and I just love Wendy's response in that it was time for a change. I just yeah. And 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 judo, watching judo, just you know, sliding down and just being fully immersed in that and not worrying anymore as mm-hmm. well. Like it just, what a gift to give your kid, you know, to to relieve them of that pressure that they're feeling to live up to some sort of expectation that you have rather than what they need I just yeah and it's uh, we we get a montage at the end as well of this dirt mud chaos play and it really highlights like it's that magical kind of 
healer house effect that suddenly the pile is a million miles high yeah. and you know the when she's not worried about getting dirty the the slide all the way down is like you know roller coaster-esque for um for judo which mm. is such you know it's 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 subtle but you can see okay this has just exponentially changed the game because she can just throw herself into the play So, um, main character for you, most valuable uh, yeah, player? Yeah, no surprise after everything we've said about Wendy, even with the new do, uh, MVP. Yeah, absolutely, 100% back that. I think um, what a transformation and I'm so here for it. Um, line of the episode, I think you had already named yours, Mary. Mine was Bingo's, yes, this dirt is very dirty. Um, <laughs> did you have one? <laughs> Yeah, my mine is it's it was time for a change. I just, okay, just I, matter of fact, I well, love that. I th- I think for me it was just so beautifully understated. Morning again, Wendy. Ooh, I like the new look. Thanks. What brought that on? Oh, you know. Mum, what's this? Woohoo! It was time for a change. You know, it's it's not seeking permission from anyone else either. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not asking, oh, like, oh, God, do you like it? You know, like there's a confidence to it as well. I, I just really liked it. It was time yeah, to change. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to sneak in that you can keep an eye out for a very well-coiffed long dog uh, oh. in this episode. It pops up in the Chow Chow household fairly early on. Um music for this one? Oh yeah so this is actually a really interesting um score with this Mary Mm -hmm. so I mean um what we see throughout this episode is a real contrast if you like between the chow chow house and the healer house (laughs) dirt pile (laughs) yeah but this is this is emphasized kind of through the music as well so um so the music um, has two sort of two main contrasting themes. And the first one is kind of, let's call it the Wendy hair theme. Yeah. So when <laughs> Wendy's initially um, washing Judo's hair. Are you almost finished, Mum? Almost. It takes a long time to do my hair, doesn't it? It's very formal, quite classical, you know, I want to say it's very much in the vein of a Johann Sebastian Bach or something like that. It's Mm -hmm. um, the coronets and um, which is like a really uh, beautiful um, lyrical brass instrument. Um, uh, And something you wear on your head, appropriate. Yeah. and Not that kind um, of coronet. (laughs) Yeah, uh, sorry, I'm just looking at Joff Bush's Instagram to make sure I'm on the right track. He's called it a piccolo trumpet. Okay. Oh, so, okay. So, so if um, you're familiar with a piccolo trumpet, you might be from the Beatles song Penny Lane. Like, Oh, yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, so he said for some reason Wendy felt like she needed a piccolo trumpet um, with an electric harpsichord. There we go. Um, but So um, 
harpsichord and this this trumpet it's a very regal like trumpets are usually used for that sort of that regal feeling um Mm -hmm. in, in, in music and um and quite formal as well. It's a six-eight beat, so it's quite complicated, sort of melodically, and mm-hmm. um, very complex with its melodies as well. So, what we're getting as an overall sense with that Wendy hair theme is that there's, you know, it's it's complex, it's regal, <laughs> it's formal. You know, like it's it's all these things that oh, we're yep. seeing then on screen, which reflect. The situation with the yeah. hair, you know, it's really complex. Mm-hmm. Um, the other theme that we have running through this is a really straightforward, simple 4-4 four, four melody. 4-4 four, four is the most common time frame yep. um, in a major key and it's quite um, a simple sort of um, – like um, instrumentation, I guess, as well. So it's like a sort of piano and Joff said that he um, borrowed a banjo for this as well. Um, <laughs> of course he did. And he wanted to give it some sort of messy charm because he actually can't play the banjo. I disagree. I thought he played Look the instrument very well for someone that doesn't play banjo. Yeah, so you get this sort of regimented and grand theme contrasted with this really sort of simple, messy, fun, you know, country bumpkin almost vibes with the banjo Uh um, throughout. And so so we've gone from regal to this simple theme whenever we're seeing the dirt. And then when Wendy comes out and sees what's happening with the girls – there's yep. this sort of pause music where it's it's not quite either. You okay. know, it, it's a little bit more formal than the simple that we were hearing before, mm-hmm. but it's definitely nowhere near the, um, the folksy kind of, yeah. folksy either. It's somewhere in between and it's, you know, it's a guitar and I think some piano as well and they're sitting on the step. And then when Wendy goes in, when she comes out and she's cutting her hair, we get that return to that really regal music uh-huh, okay, and, yeah. and the time signature. Um, but it it just, because we've had that sort of flagged throughout the episode whenever we see Wendy and now we're getting this theme in all its glory, it's yeah. sort of really bringing home the fact that, you know, she's going like this formal, regal, beautiful lady is kind of doing something a bit wild. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. And the, the music is triumphant at this point too, <laughs> you know. So you're seeing Judah's oh. joy and this triumphant theme where they're cutting all their hair off. So you kind of can't help but feel lifted by that as well. And uh, then, yeah. I love that. He's in her power. It's amazing. He's in her power. And then, and then the theme returns to that sort of that beautiful um, simpler theme yeah. when Judo's going for it and the music's going for it as well. So you really get carried along by that. Um, so those two sort of um, contrasts throughout just play together so beautifully in the end and I think really enforce that um, that this change is a wonderful thing because yes. you're, you're really seeing the music celebrate that as well. Okay, I think 
uh, we are there, Kate. I think we might uh, be. Yeah. Um, do you know where uh, we could quickly go to a tiny bit of mailbag that hmm. uh, may have been slightly overlooked from um, sometime by the mailbag checker, which is me. Oh, apologies. Um, and this, you know, reflects on my maybe slightly messy household, etc. cetera. Um, but uh, lovely KJ from Canada um, checked in. Uh, back in, do you remember what you were doing April 4th, 2020, Kate? <laughs> oh, wow, you were really going back. You can, Oops. if you think about that date, you can probably tell why it might have got missed as we sort of dived headfirst into deep first lockdown land. Well, it's not only that, I, th- I think actually I, re- I remember around that date because I think I was doing either organising or holding like one of our very first COVID, like, oh. there, there was, like, the big COVID meeting where we invited – we would never do it now knowing what we know about COVID. It was, like <laughs> it's it was COVID. like – It's COVID. The outbreak had just happened and we brought in, like, 150 sector leaders across the community services sector. No masks, no social oh. distancing. I think we had hand sanitizer, you know, but – Well done. In a room <laughs> – we were going with the advice at the time, oh. and then literally, anyway. literally the ne- I was eight eight months pregnant, and I think literally the next day we were all in lockdown. Um, oh my lord! And yeah, I'm really sorry to KJ from Canada because yeah. we may have had a bit going on at that time. Yeah, uh, I had, well, I had look, joined, you know, like a month later. Everyone, but KJ still took the time out to email us. Um, and yeah, uh from the city of Toronto in Canada, um, got on to Bluey uh, late 2019, us not long afterwards. Uh, I think we were tidying them over in a gap um, between kind of releases. Uh, but uh, KJ offers that uh, some timely thoughts on the infamous asparagus episode which oh. I feel like half our correspondents mentioned now we've become <laughs> just famous for our asparagus dishing um there's a point where bingo eats the asparagus we wondered in that recap if Chili ever needed to worry about her kids eating her veggies because bingo ate the asparagus but actually if you watch bingo at the start of the episode while everybody else is talking she's just actually getting down and eating her veggies uh, <laughs> so it was only bluey who was resistant and made this whole thing happen so no good point um also thinks that maybe uh, Chili's plan might have actually been to instill the importance of manners in asparagus and that is something that's big and uh, big and necessary in our house at the moment so perhaps I'll revisit asparagus but kind of the setup of bandits because we're not animals about you know why they need to have manners um and yeah Bluey does learn that lesson because you know she finishes her food and takes the dishes to the sink very politely so okay some good points there an amazingly long and lovely piece of correspondence from KJ. So, um, oh, KJ, <coughs> we're so sorry that you've been <laughs> so, yeah, there so long. We're, we're paying for our sins here. Um, well, my sins. I'm not involving Kate in this tardiness. Um, <laughs> KJ also, in a PS, put, and a few people have uh, come across this or have raised this with us as well, uh, which dog is each of us in our podcast image? Because sometimes – 
um, looking at them while listening. If I think a dog fits either of your voices, I tend to lean to the scarf black and white one being Kate and the floral crown brown one being Mary. So oh, no, it's the um. other way around. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the reason I have a flower crown is because, um, gosh, when was it? 2017, I think oh. it was. Um, I went and did a flower crown. I was I was really interested in floristry at that time and I went and did a number of courses. Um, maybe it was even earlier, maybe like 2015 or something. I was, and I was I like it's just an innate skill you've always had, you amazing no, flower lady. <laughs> no, so I just was really interested in flor- flowers and held, you know, sort of unfulfilled dreams of maybe doing something floristry related. So I went and did like this flower crown course and I still love the art of making like a beautiful flower crown. So <laughs> Yeah, so so that's why my dog has a flower crown. And Mary, yours um, is a co- co- cocker spaniel. No, uh, Brittany no. spaniel, which was my family's oh, kind yes. of first dog growing up. Um, but yeah, the red scarf is uh, just to make me look a bit piratic, which I, you know, have yeah, like much like your unachieved floristry. Well, not unachieved. Your aspirations <laughs> to floristry. I have aspirations to piracy. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I've I've worn a lot of kind of red bandanas in my day. Um, So yeah, that is. I feel like there was a stage in your life, Mare, where you only (laughs) wore clothes that were black, white, and red. Am I making that up? That is very correct. Yeah, yeah. Which sounds very emo to say now, and I I didn't see myself as emo. It just you know how you start something and then it just takes over your whole wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know yeah. that. Vibe. It was very mm. rockabilly punk. Yes, like, yeah, it was. It was in a rockabilly kind of phase, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but yeah, yeah. I, I know that red kerchief that you have. Um, I think you actually wore it on a photo shoot we did once. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. so I looked like my dog. Um, oh, yeah, we're very close. Yeah, yeah you are. <laughs> So, yes, so I'm the one with the flower crown and Mary's the one with the kerchief. Okay. And, um, that's that's why. And uh, if you need any other mysteries of the universe solved, uh, <laughs> we can do that in a very timely fashion. Uh, just hit us up. <laughs> at BlueyPod on Instagram, at BlueyPodcast on Twitter. We're got to be done, the Bluey Podcast on Facebook. And you can email us like KJ. Uh, for probably a more timely response, I think I can guarantee that. Um, <laughs> Bluepod at gmail.com. Don't, um, Kate, we're going to be back next week. Probably dirty. Always dirty, Mary. Like, yeah. But, yeah. But still, still, you know, much the same dogs. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> but in the meantime, I can't wait either. <laughs> it's Gotta be done. Bye. That was a really weird outro, but you know, you made it work. Just points for trying to make that work. Mm.